Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Still in the basement. No longer alone. With my homegirl, Therese, on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement. See, that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artists or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Let's see who we got today or what we doing today or whatever it is, it's going to be good. Woo! <laughs> What's up? This is your girl, Monifa, and you're at Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese, where sensory stimulation is always on the menu. Have you ever felt the love so powerful that it takes control? And no matter what you do, you just can't let it go. Gotta share this feeling.
Girl, CC Peniston, and you're having brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Can't wait to talk to you. And finally.
Hey, you're listening to WJBR Internet Radio. Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. And today is a very special show. Um, This is a show I've been waiting for. And yes, the pun is intended. And yes, it is what it is. But finally... um, (laughs) Penistance is going to be on the show. And, of course, I get to introduce the hostess, the co-hostess with the mostess, my girl, Therese. negative 
things that happen. You know, like I always tell people, you know, there are no bad days, but we have bad moments in days. And sometimes those moments can be so intense that we can feel like the whole day is just bad. But, you know, the day starts off right if you open your eyes. So. Ooh, that trumps it all, doesn't it? You can't yeah, that's good or bad unless you open your eyes, huh? You know, there's an, an opportunity to grow through something, you know what I'm saying? Not go through it, grow through it. You know, and sometimes mm. growing is painful, but, you know, I know, right? I'm just coming up with them today. Boom. Well, I've been this Saturday, yeah. this fine Saturday morning. I know. This but is, again, this is, yeah, we love taking it. So that's what it's about, stretching, stretching to your full potential, stretching, stretching in God's eyes, stretching, stretching, your full potential. Let's go, 2020, let's go. Let's go. That's, and that's what I'm talking about. You know, I'm, I'm open. I'm open. So I'm looking forward to, you know, whatever, whatever life presents, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hopeful in spite of um, <clears throat> the things going on outside of me that would make one lose, might make one lose hope, but not this one, because you know, all of this negativity going on politically in, in, in the world, you know, like um, uh, we have a rogue autocratic president and all this stuff, you know, that's, that's within itself. Um, seeing people die unnecessarily, you know, um, but then again, who am I to judge um, when what's unnecessary and what's necessary. So, you know, it's just a feeling. But um you know, I'm I'm just you know I'm just in that. But I'm also in okay, what do I need to do? Where what is what where do I fit in and, and what can I do to make things better? Well I think the first thing we all need to do, given the climate right now, is live and live our best lives, whatever that means. And in doing so um, incorporate things that uplift and support and 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 move forward uh, uh, love peace and positivity you know and I say that because with as much stuff going around we're going to need a lot of people focused in on their personal energies you know what I mean like what is your personal energy about what are you thinking behind what you are saying and doing you know those sort of things that propel us forward because if we we keep ourselves in check and and kind of because um, it, it is because I agree with you, it is it is designed to keep you stuck, chaotic, and feeling hopeless. And we just have to remember that each day, like you said, you said that best. You 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 slammed a perspective that kind of trumps it all. If you don't open your eyes, you don't have any day, good or bad, and that is part of it. So just just being grateful that you opened your eyes, and with those eyes open, focus on. What makes you better? What makes things better? Pay it forward. So that's a start right there, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Therese, all right, we're going to make this, this moment about you, okay? First of all, let me say Uh-oh. good morning and how you doing to everybody who's watching and listening to either, just so that you know, um, we are going, I'm live. 
both on Facebook, on the In the Basement with Javon and Therese page, as well as Instagram um, Live. So on Instagram, edub37, what's up? How you doing, baby? And just to taste for you, how you doing? And um, on the Facebook Live, we have Simone. How you doing, sweetheart? Good morning. And Charlene Kelly. I need you to say good morning to Charlene. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning. That's why I'm not the singer. To you. Good morning to you. Good morning. (laughs) Now, Charlotte, I want a check in my, wait, cash at me, right? That's how we do it these days. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, Miss Kelly. How are you? Thank you for joining us and thank you for your support. Can I tell you that that is your biggest fan in the whole entire world? Now, I feel like I have done my philanthropic best to share the love, share the Therese love. You know, we all love you, Rez, but I think, you know, I think Charlene got a little step up on us, you know? And also for $5, I might be able to get Therese to say good morning to you. I can't guarantee she'll sing it, but I might be able to get her to say good morning to you, too. (laughs) Okay, so. Yeah, she's like, I'm here. Good morning, Javon and Therese. And um, I don't know why she's apologizing. She had apologized earlier. And um, Simone says good morning, and she loves C.C. Peniston. Who doesn't love C.C. Peniston? And I'm going to tell y'all a quick little something before C.C. comes on. So she actually, I don't know whether or not she remembers or not, but she was on the show several years ago, and we had all kinds of technical difficulties, but, you know, we were able to hear, you know how this show goes, right? But anyway, we were able to have some conversation, and she said she would come back on. I just didn't realize it would be this long before I could actually get her, but I'm just glad that she's coming today. Um, also, but, okay, I'm I'm gonna, I'm getting ready to digress. But anyway, because I'm all over the place. Um, so, so... She was talking, and we had a great conversation and everything, and somebody texted me during the my interview with Cece, how are you sitting there just talking to her, and she sounds so sexy. I mean, like, how are you just having this conversation? <laughs> so all of y'all out there in the world, not only can she sing, and she looks damn good. I'm, she takes very good care of herself. But Cece has this very sweet, melodic voice. And that speaks to energy and who she is. You know what I'm saying? She's just, I don't know, this, this beautiful spirit. And I think beauty is sexy when it comes from inside as well as out. So I want to say that about Cece Peniston. But I'm too shy to say. I wouldn't say that to her face because that sounds too much like flirting. And I can't flirt. <laughs> well, that's how you, you know what, that's, let me tell you something. The new flirt is saying 
I'm not flirting. The, the get, putting that disclaimer out there first, because you know, you know, it goes into the, it gets stored under the guise of giving them people flowers while they can smell them. So to give somebody a compliment, you know, you have to start off by saying, "I'm not flirting," but here's the, here's the deal, you know, and and that point you just you know you can say what you want to say, as long as it's you know not flirting. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not flirting. I promise. I promise. It's not not flirting. And um, oh, and she gave me a great idea. I don't know. Did you see the little video thing I did? The little montage with the people that were on the show with her saying, with her drop. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I was thinking, and I'm gonna use drops that your wife, your beautiful wife, said. Hi, Mo. She was watching on um, Instagram. Don't know if she's still there, but hi. But she said, you know, okay. she a lot of great drops. But I was thinking uh-huh. maybe I would um, take one of her drops and do the montage and let it be sort of like um, maybe I would advertise for the show with the Monifa drop because it's just dope like that. So, yeah, I'll just just because also Mo's drop says welcome, you know. Ah, so I like welcome. you. You know what I'm saying? You're welcome. You're invited. She also says you're invited to. So that's nice to put out there for people to know that they're invited. And then with the flyers, I could show the diff- the various people who were on the show. Maybe do that. Nice. Right. Nice. You're really good at that. You're really good at that. Well, thank you. And, and you know, when you're ready, um, you know, down to sit with you and show you all my little tricks there. I mean, not really. I, I feel like there's so much more I can do. But anyway, I should learn. How you doing, Mason? So let's read some of the comments here. Let's see where where we are. Cause, all right. So Charlene, good morning. She apologized. Simone said good morning. She loves Cece. Um, Charlene says she finally made it to the show. Finally is the theme for today. Um, Simone says, hey, Therese. Cece has a song hey, that always hit me. We got a love thing. Yes, I love that song. I put that video up um, today on my page. Love that song. Sorry for my loss. Thank you. Yeah, that was um, a a very um, deep experience. Um, Charlene also loves the song We Got a Love Thing, and she can't keep still when the song is on. Maybe it's He Loves Me. And you know what about Cece Peniston's song? Something about when she sings, there's this relatedness, right? And you be singing these songs as if it means everything to you, right? He loves me, he loves me not. Ain't no he for me that loves me or loves me not. I could care less if he loves me or loves me not. Does she love me or love me not? That's my question, but she does. But anyway, that's not the question. That's not the point. With brown cocoa skin and curly black hair, it's something about those lyrics, you know? I mean, like you singing it like, I don't know. You just like get you know it. it. Like it's yeah, you. Like it's you. Um, grow through what you go through. Yep, that's me, Simone. That's me. 
Amen. Life is a lesson, even if pain is a teacher. That's true. And you got to live your your best life. Also true. And Charlene, I'm I'm assuming while you were singing good morning to her, (laughs) she's like, yes, Therese. (laughs) OMG, I can die and go to heaven. Don't die, honey. There's so much more to life going on that you have in store for you. Don't die. Don't die. She's sweet. She's okay. Now she's going on. Good morning, Therese. Thank you for actually speaking to me. I'm I'm not I'm I'm done. I'm done. Hey, you how you doing, family? Ready for brunch? Yes. And and you know, and I just I just want to say how big, and you know, and, and this is me poking poking him, just and you know, um, you know, and it, it's 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 a colossal thing because this man plays cards with his heart and soul, and we got together and uh, uh, just didn't work out for you, Poppy Chulo. <laughs> But I, I welcome you coming back in full effect because I know that you will. He's one of our strongest, if not the strongest, competitors we have. And when you beat him, you beat a lot. <laughs> yep. Wow. Wow. So, Pops, who last week told me to sit down last week or the week before when I was talking about how, you know, I got to get my spades thing back on so I could set yeah. everybody in. Bang, you know, I'm playing like bang, you know, and now, you know, okay, we're gonna see what happens. I, I gotta, I, I gotta, I haven't played in so long, but we're gonna figure that out. Let's and go, let's go, Javon. Let's, let's go. Uh, yeah, I gotta get that back on. And Charlotte says, it's like what I do to Therese, it's not flirting, it's just paying someone a compliment. Well, Charlotte, honey, let me explain something to you. You're not paying a compliment. You are paying dividends on compliments, and I'm sure it's <laughs> not meant to be flirting, but it's a little flirtatious, hon. But but that's okay. I mean, you know. And thank you, Miss Charlotte. It's compliments. I I'm, we're, we're eye to eye. <laughs> You flirting, you know, dang, oh, well, you flirting. No, that's all right. That's all right, though, because you know what? Rez is a good person, so she deserves every compliment in the world. But just so that y'all all know, I'm going to take off my glasses just to show. Well, now I can't see anything, so I must look crazy. But I have eyes because that I know. <laughs> I, I have eyes. I'm not, you know, I'm just saying. That Therese is not the only person in the universe with a set of eyes. That's it. Okay. I have four. I have four. There you go. What about that? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, geez. Anyway, so how was your week? My week was good. You know, my week is good. I'm just, um, you know, strategizing and planning a few things, but my week was, was good. I look forward to my weekends, but, you know, can't complain about anything. Just moving forward. 
Good, 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 good. I'm glad you're moving forward because I'm moving forward too. Oh, and this is what I've been meaning to say if I haven't um, said this to you. Now, there was this video that I saw on Facebook, this little clip. Maybe I did say this to you before, um, where this mother was with her little girl. Did, uh-huh. I, did I tell you about this? And the little girl said that, um, well, the mother was asking the child, um, why was it that she doesn't speak to, I don't remember who the person's name We'll just call her Javon for the sake of not insulting anybody else, right? So, you know, she was really, the mom was really concerned that Javon, let's just say, was doing something to upset the little girl. You know, she said, does, did she hit you? Did she, did she say something not nice to you? And the little girl was like, no, no, she didn't hit me. No, she didn't. Bother. Did she touch you in any way that made you not feel nice? She said, no, no, she didn't do nothing to me. She didn't do nothing to me. She said, well, why, why is it that you don't speak to her in the morning? And the little girl turned to the camera to because mom was taping her on the phone. Little girl turned to her and said, because she don't make my heart shine, and I don't mess with people who don't make my heart shine. Oh. The little girl, she was about four years old. And said that she don't make my heart shine. She didn't do nothing. I told you she just don't make my heart shine, and I don't mess with people who don't make my heart shine. Well, Therese, let me just tell you, you make my heart shine, my friend. You really do. Oh, that's where that was landing. That's exactly where it was landing. I've been meaning to say that to you for a while. You know, and I wanted to say it publicly. Like the day that we were talking about Shaka Khan, and I was like, oh, "I love you more than Shaka Khan." I wasn't. I didn't articulate it in the way that I meant to. It's on a personal level that you make my heart shine. Like whenever I see you or I hear you, I get happy. You know what I mean? There, there are not very many people in the world that do that, that have that effect on me. So. Wanted to put that out there. And vice versa. And vice versa, man. I always know I'm going to have a good chuckle, a great conversation, <laughs> or or something going on. Like, And that's something to look forward to. That really is. Yeah. That really is. Thank you. Yeah. So, so, so humbled and, and pleased and proud to be in your cipher. Um, Yay. So Charlene is trying to make me feel better. Saying that she loves both of us. Therese just does something. <laughs> see, now, see now, this is not the way I mean it, but let me just read what Charlotte says. Therese just does something to me that isn't meant to be disrespectful to Monifa. I totally respect her as a woman, artist, and wife. She just married a beautiful soul. Yeah, I get that. But let's just Aww. stick with the first time. Therese just does something to me. Does she make your heart shine? <laughs> now, you, y'all know that Javon is going to read these comments in her. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. This takes, this takes to me what we say all the time about when people send email and try to say, she went off on me an email. No, she just wrote. You read it in whatever language or whatever uh, uh, cadence you wanted to read it in, but she just wrote. That's it. Exactly. 
that's, that's, that's what it is because you know, and, and that's why at work, for those of you, because some of my colleagues actually listen to the show from time to time, that's why I am not one for emails. People sit right next to you and want to email you something. No, I'm going to get up and go walk over to you and respond to your email face-to-face, right, right there in your face. Yeah. No, Thank I didn't send you the report, and I didn't send you the report because X, Y, and Z. There you go. So we probably work together famously. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but email but is the new work though. Email email is the new work. Email makes people think or look like they're working as opposed to actually working. Yeah, yeah. And I, I can't. I can't with that. I, I think I don't think they can handle us together though, Rez. I, I really don't. I, I I I don't think so. I don't think so. So um, not to neglect the people on Instagram. Oh, and let me tell you, just the, for those of you on Instagram, um, right before CC Peniston comes on, I'm going to cut this Instagram video thing off because Instagram only gives you a certain amount of time to be live, and I don't want it to cut off during her interview. So she probably will stay on, I'm assuming, anywhere between 15 minutes to an hour. Because I always schedule people for 15 minutes, but they, they tend to stay on for an hour. And we love CC, so we're just going to talk to CC. So I don't want you to miss any of it. And I don't want Instagram to cut off in the middle, so I'll be um, cutting it myself, like, eh, maybe in about 10 minutes. And then I'll put it back on so that you can see it all. Now, somebody's sending some crying stuff. I don't understand why people send sending crying stuff. Um, Charlene said, that's deep. That's a true friendship. Oh, probably about the heart shining. And y'all need Charlene in the studio to discuss this. <laughs> Somebody said, um, Simone said laughing. And um, Charlene said she would love that. Look, man, first we got to get Therese to come track herself all the way back down here to the studio. But I'm sure that Therese has something in mind where I'm going to be leaving this basement and 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 I don't know. But, yeah. See? My I'm going to be leaving the basement or taking the basement with me. But whatever I do, I'm taking all of y'all with us, so. Y'all enjoy this ride with me. So Mason Jazzy says, Monifa is a friend of mine from way back in Jefferson Projects. And I love yeah. them. They're a power couple. Aww, so what's I up? So Jefferson Jefferson and I are family because guess what? If anybody loves Monifa, like Shaka Khan loves Monifa, so Shaka Khan loves me, just so everybody knows that Shaka Khan does love me, even though doesn't know me personally, but she kind of loves me. Like a, what do you call it? Not excuse. What what is it like a by proxy? Yeah, she. By whatever. Proxy. She, loves, she loves me. She loves Monifa. She loves me because why? Because Mo loves me. So we're family because Mo's family. And if you're family with Mo, then you family with me. And that's how that goes. You down with Mo? You down with me? So don't fuck with my family. Oop! Did I say that? Oh Lord. There you go. Sometimes. 
Sometimes I need to remember where I am. So you down with me. Anybody who's down with Mo is down with me. So now y'all can't mess with Mason, Jazzy Mason either, because now she's family. That's that. And she's like, I am, and I'm with it. Um, <laughs> little baby cousin, baby brother Corey has violins in the background, making me tear up. Probably when I'm talking about you making my heart shine. I don't care. You can tease me if you want. He's he said he's getting this lifetime movieish feeling. <laughs> You know, <laughs> life is short. There's one thing that I am coming to learn. And the older you get, the shorter it gets. So I just have to give all my flowers and my kudos while I'm here. I want everybody to know that I love them, that I care. I really do. And um, it's, I, I love you too, Corey. I just want you to know that while you're busy being a little baby brother teasing people, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> if you were here, I'd pinch your little teeth. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And so Simone says, so damn, Onifa and Therese love me, by, love me too by proxy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anybody who I love, they love too, I'm sure. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. Um, oh, no. Here's Corey's now on Facebook saying, I'm popping up like I'm popping up like a pimple in the new spot. He's <laughs> so silly. <laughs> I swear I love me some Corey. Yes. So. I'm excited. I'm very excited. And now I just, I just, I know that um, we have someone who's on the line who wants to say hi, but I, I'm, I'm almost 100% sure that this person wants to say hi to Cece. So I'm, but I'm going to bring you on for, for a minute, but then I'm going to take you right back off. So four, three, zero, six. Is the last four digits of your number? What's your name? Where you calling from? Mm. Four three zero six. Oh, good morning. It's Eric. Happy New Year, you guys. How you doing, good Eric? Morning. Eric in Oakland, right? I am wonderful. Is Cici on the line yet? Not yet, but I'm gonna bring you back on. I just wanted to let you know. Okay, that take I your time. Take your time. Take your time. And how you do? How y'all? How you ladies, beautiful ladies, doing out there? Good. Doing well, Eric. Happy New Year. And yeah, thank I you went to see so the Whispers. I went to. Uh, thank you. I went to go see the Whispers and um, Lady Williams. You know, Lady Williams of Tower Power. He's from Oakland. We're good friends. And my first cousin played the keyboards for the Whispers, and I had a ball. Nice, nice, oh, nice, nice. I love three thousand people. And they had their good Montgomery Wars for a cold zone. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, I'll, I'll All stand right. by for Cece. Okay, so, yeah, stand by. Keep holding. I, lo- I love that Eric listens to the show and um, actually follows me on Facebook. And whenever there's someone 
that um, he's interested in, um, he will call in. So I love that. So just to let all of you know that if you want to speak with C.C. Peniston personally, all you got to do is dial 347-996-5394. That's 347-996-5394. And um, once C.C. is on and we talk to her for a few minutes, then we'll bring you on to say hello to her and let her know how much you enjoy her music, her legacy, or whatever it is that you would like to say to her. Um, Mason Jazzy wanted me to tell Therese and Monifa, tell Therese Monifa introduced us on 125th in front of CVS. Oh, wow. And that was a while ago. So she just ago. wanted okay. to know that. <laughs> okay, so, call him in the building. Call him in the building, call him in the building. How you doing, top billing? That's Kevin. He's a drummer, I believe. Um, and Pops is on Instagram now. Y'all, y'all, y'all tricking me. <laughs> <laughs> they go from one they place fast on the fingers. The thumbs are moving this morning. I know, but for the people on Instagram. I'm about to cut off the Instagram and I'm going to restart another live. So look out for that. Jazzy, um, Pops, Top Billings, Kevin, I know you just joined, but the reason I'm doing this is because CC Peniston will be coming on shortly. And I want y'all to be able to chime in and listen to the entire um, interview. And, um, or, you know, if you want to, you can just call in and speak to CC, or you can, you can just listen on your phone or whatever. If you want to watch me, which I don't know why you want to watch me, but if you want to watch me, I I guess it's because I have eyes. Yes, because you have eyes. (laughs) Can I remind everyone out there to please reach up and tap that share button so it all shares on your pages so that we can get a broad broadcast. And anybody who wants to jump in on the call can. Your friends may want to jump in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Please share it. Share it with, with, with your people on your Facebook page, on your Instagram, however you can share it. Share it, share it, share it. The more people that join, the better um the better. So Mad Love says uh, Jazzy Mason, and I'm about to turn this off. All right. And set up a new video. I'll share my story. It only shares for like 24 hours, which is interesting. And we will start a new one. So everybody just... um, Give us a few moments while we do our thing and get ready for C.C. Peniston, who should be calling in shortly. And what I would like to do is play another C.C. Peniston Peniston song while I uh, get everything ready. So let's get ready for C.C. Right? Right. 
Hey, it's your girl, Cece Peniston, and you're having brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Can't wait to talk to you. And finally...
You're listening to WJBR Internet Radio Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. So, Rez. Yes. When was the first time you heard a C.C. Peniston song? What What do you? Oh. What were you doing? Where were you? Um. Wow. Well, the first time I can, you know, and I cannot remember if it. It's something's gonna happen. It's gonna jar my memory. But I'm trying. I want to say it was a club, right? But um, back in the '90s, I also um, worked on a few videos. So I want to say, um, "Keep on Walking." If that was shot in New York, I believe I may have worked on that um, video. So I don't remember, but I'm going to lean more toward club um, because that's just, you know, where I I was at one point and, you know, where I heard some of the best, you know, best music on the, on the dance floor. So, you know, I'm behind these DJ booths. So I want to lean more toward the club and clubs in the nineties and be safe with that answer. (laughs) Okay, cool. So it looks like, um, the the live on Facebook kind of ended itself, so I'm gonna have to start up a new live. Okay, I thought you did that on purpose. No, I did, well I did it on um, Instagram on purpose, so I'm going to start up a new live on Facebook. And um, get ready for CC Peniston. So this I can't something wait to play rapid fire with CC. I know, right? So CC Peniston on brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Sometimes these things have a mind of their own, but it works out for the best. So. Let me just say that during the 1990s, dance music was evolving. It went from house to underground house, from disco to club music, from classic dance to dance music. And for those of us who experienced and loved dance music during that era, it's hard to imagine a world without the light and airy yet forceful, and sexy intro music, and then the exclamation, hey, look what we got. You remember that? On the song, we got a little thing, right? Yes. All right, so let's take it a step further and try to imagine a world without the classic hit, finally. Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, Nope. Because even to this day, people lose their mother friggin' fragging minds when that song comes on. Right? Yeah. I mean yeah. and and it's not just because of the the track, the music. It's the way in which Miss Cece Peniston delivered that song to us. You know? Yeah, and like yeah. I was saying like I was saying earlier, even if you didn't have uh someone with brown cocoa skin and curly black hair, you 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 felt like 
I don't know. You just could relate, and it gave you chills, right? <laughs> so right. One of the best songs ever, and it's still to this day one of everybody's favorite songs, not just mine. With so with Billboard topping hits like Finally, we got a love thing. Keep on walking. I'm in the mood. It was inside. You know, you might think you might you might be tempted to put her in a classic dance music box, but nah, right? No boxes here. It was inside that I cried. Oh my goodness, right? And um, yes. my more recent favorite song, which if y'all don't know, just stay tuned because in the middle of the interview, I, I'm I'm gonna play the song, and and then I want her to talk about it. The name of the song is Sick. Oh my God, mm. I I run that song to this day into the ground, and um. It's it's a dope song. It's called Sick, and and she sings the hell out of the song. And she, you know, it's because she's a wonderful songstress. She's a songwriter, and she is a queen. And we are welcoming her right now to brunch in the basement with Devon and Teresa. How y'all doing? We are good. <laughs> How are you? That's what's up. I'm doing good. Getting ready you to catch me a flight out shortly. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. yes. Can you, can okay, you hear us? Yes, I can. And thanks for the beautiful shout out. I appreciate y'all. I was like, what a beautiful intro. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're so welcome. Cece, we love you. And I don't know whether or not you recall being on the show before, like a, a few years ago. Um, you you actually, actually I do, actually you do? I do, I, yeah I do, and I you guys it was a great interview, and um that's why when you guys came back around I was like moving around a lot and I was like yo we got to get this this handled so I want to make sure that you know I get back on with them because I really enjoyed your interview and you asked me things that not everybody asked so I like that too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like well, okay we out the box I like it when you said no box I was like. And they mean it. <laughs> that, that's what's up. That's what's up. So let me introduce you if you don't already oh, know. Therese, this is CCCC Therese. What's up, Therese? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Girl, I'm blessed. Good. Wonderful. Yeah, so, so now we do the show a little differently because I have a co-host, you know, a co-hostess. Um, because, you know, Therese is just a wonderful spirit and she's, you know, busy in the music industry and every industry. And so, you know, she always has great questions as well as, you know, what we normally talk about. So what the first thing I want to talk about with you, though, is how is it that you remain forever 25? Because (laughs) you look as good today as you have ever looked. No flirtation. Thank you. You You know what I'm really funny about, like, I've just, I think since the 90s, I really learned about, like, what works for me as far as diet and stuff. I learned that I had food allergies and, like, what those were, uh, which causes inflammation and and stuff in your body to happen. I got on a workout regimen. 
Um, I'm really into skincare. Like, I'm real funny. So, like, when I come in from the club, I don't care if it's 4 in the morning. I'm one of those, get in the shower, put your makeup. Even if I don't feel like it, girl, I'll be like, I don't feel like it. I'm like, you better put that skincare on. You're going to be mad tomorrow. So I make sure, like, you know what I mean? I make sure I'm, like, really staying on top of that. And then, you know, I'm not saying life doesn't happen, but I try to keep a, a healthy spirit as much as possible and, and meal through things. Um, because, you know, this business is not easy, and I know y'all know. And uh, so I think just trying to keep on top of those type of things, too. I write a lot of poetry late at night, and that helps me to keep keep my mind still. Poetry. Very nice. That's yes. interesting. So, so what type of poems are you writing? Well, you know what? Sometimes I write it, and I don't really say it to the person, but it helps me get it off my chest. Because sometimes, you know, you want to say it to the person, but you like, no, I'll just go ahead and say it in a poem, and you still get out what you need to say. <laughs> so oh, there's no filter yeah. with it. I don't have I don't have filter with any of my poetry, which I love, because I can choose to either let somebody hear it or not, or not, <laughs> as they say, or yeah. not. <laughs> so now, now, music, I'm sorry, you, you, your music. Okay, a lot of your music feels like uh, poetry with a pocket cadence that really, you know, with the right beat just takes off because it's, it's, I got a couple of, I got a couple of C.C. Peterson classics that's in rotation on my, on my iPod. And I know what they make me feel like, no, this is no shit because, you know, you got to kind of give folks, um, Give folks the high five on some stuff that really just like kind of catapults your spirit forward, you know. But well, it feels I definitely like appreciate it. Yeah, you know what? People tell me they're like my my singing, like okay, my speaking cadence is one thing, my my singing cadence is another, and I think the singing cadence like really happened, like especially with my dance music, I sing different than my slow music. And, I, and people are like, how do you just change voices? And I'm like, well, for me, it's like painting a picture. You can't sing the same way you sing a dance song the same way that you would sing a slow song. And so for me, it's like I said, it's like painting a picture. So a funny story, like, well, finally, right, when I did the dinner, mm, yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, mm, you know, all that right there, right? That happened <laughs> when I was about, like, 19. I did two other songs, actually, one called I Like It and Give It All You Got. And that happened because I had forgotten the words and I started that little chant thing. You know what I mean? And people was like, yo, we like that. Keep doing that. That's a signature thing for you. I was like, oh, yeah? I was like, you ain't got to ask me twice. <laughs> so I kept doing <laughs> yes. that. So that's why when it finally came out, it became my thing that people kind of like knew me for. It's like I had little hooks within one song. So it could be like three little hooks within one song. So that's the thing I like to do. I'd be like, what can we put here or there? That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, that that actual that that little riff or uh, what would you call that exactly? I call it like I call it like a signature anthem, like a little. It, it's a riff, but it's a hook because it's like it's okay. Something, and, and I call it a hook and a riff because and a signature anthem because people knew me for that. They was like right. after like twenty eight years. They were like you're known for that little thing. Like, whenever I would do commercials, right, they would do commercials for me, they would always do it from that point. That that little signature spot, I was like, oh, that's what's up. So that's how people came to know 
finally or even in um, like I'm in the mood or love things, I will put it in there some kind of way in a little piece of whatever I was doing. Or sweet things. Yeah, that's just my a, other thing with sweet just things. Wow. So, so you you just um, you actually said something. I wanna I wanna go back to the um, to the poetry for a second because you're also yes. a songwriter, right? Yes, yes. Um, so, I started so officially with finally. I wrote, wrote poetry finally? in college. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote, I wrote finally actually in college because I wasn't dating anybody right now. I was like, well, dang, what did he look like? And I said, well, bro, this is skinny, some black hair. And he hadn't come around yet. And then I said, well, what would I say if I found him? I said, finally. So after I wrote the song, then I got married and met, met him. Well, we, we're divorced now, but I met him for what for a minute. <laughs> and he had brown skin and curly black hair. Yeah, girl, he did. He did. He had, you know, he had short black hair, but he had that brown cocoa skin, and he was fine and cute wow. too. And he wrote me poetry. I said, "Oh, we, we and you match. We go together." I like that. <laughs> we go together. Exactly. We go together, bro. We go together. <laughs> I love that story. So, so do you only write romantic poems or? Are your poems sometimes about what's going on in the world, or is it just that thing? Sometimes I write romantic. Sometimes I write angry. Sometimes I write. I feel like it wouldn't be real if I didn't write. Um, if I don't write real, like, okay, this is a little piece of something I wrote. Someone had made me mad, and they were being like, sort of like this. I had told them no about something, but I had given them a lot of things, and I felt like they were being foul to me, and so I wrote. I always wonder what the devil looked like, and now I know he looks like you, because the venom that you speak about me is to take attention off of you. And those were the first two lines. And people were like, dang, like that? I said, well, I said, it's funny sometimes how you tell people no, and then they start turning on you instead of seeing the other beautiful things that you've done for them. And I said, here's my poetry. I, I hadn't really spit it anywhere. You know what I mean? I out in public, so it was just my private thought of just saying what I wanted, the hell I wanted to say. <laughs> and wow. uh, that was, you know, and so at the end of it, it said, uh, 20, it said 2017, let me tell you what you'll see. You sitting on the passenger side, wishing you were me. Ooh. 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 <laughs> wow. So it one of, it, yeah. So it was like, <laughs> I know people don't expect, they're like, your face is so, like, you got them little baby teeth. We don't expect you to say stuff like that's either confrontational or, like, uh, like you know, uh, opposition. And I was like, I know. I said, I'm nice till I'm not. And I said, I really, like, I feel like you get more beef with honey than vinegar, but then sometimes people got to hear no. And then they'd be like, wait a minute, did she say no? Uh, yeah, I said no. No. <laughs> and so... So, you know, I've I just learned that sometimes you got to just, you know, say what you got to say. And as artists, we don't have the freedom to really get on Instagram or Facebook and be ranting and doing stuff because then you start looking unprofessional. Uh, if there's a good reason why, okay, maybe here and there. But when you just constantly get on there doing content that's negative or complaining, people are like, okay, but what about them shows, though? Well, what about that yeah, performance, right. though? Where's that singing at? Like, we don't want to hear all your inner chatter, <laughs> you know, so I just, I learned, you know what I mean? Like, they don't want to hear all, like, 
teen problems. They want to see positivity. They want you to inspire them. And I feel like that's what we're on this earth to do as artists is to inspire you, good or bad. Even somebody hearing that poem could say, hey, I can relate because somebody did me like that. But I can't do that every day because people don't want to see that. They want me to soothe their soul with my music. Would you be interested in writing a book, like a book of poetry? Because those those little short ones that you just gave us right now are like, that's deep. And just like Thank it relieves you, you it, it, it alleviates something from you when you let it out at night that way. It just alleviated something in me when you when you just shared that. Thank you. You know what? Someone asked me that, so I've actually been collecting poems together, and I'm actually going to put something like that out, I said, but I want to make sure it's stuff that, that's finished. Uh, and I feel like there's a lot of them. I've written a lot of them. Like, there, I have them in my notes section. I keep them, and sometimes I'll get a thought, and then I'll add to it. So I'm actually working on some stuff like that. I'm working on a reality show. Uh, more people, I feel like, will get to know me a little bit better because I've often been told, we see you, but we don't really know you. And then but when we meet you, when we meet you, we think you're cool folks. Like, you really are down to earth. You are, like, real people. I said, well, the thing that people that don't really know about me is I've been through a lot of things. So I'm a compassionate person. I'm not selfish. But, however, when I feel like if there's an issue or a problem, good or bad, I'm going to come to you. I'm one of those people like, nope, let's talk it out. I don't want to talk. Well, we're going to talk it out. And we're going to get past it. We're going to love each other, and that's it. <laughs> I love you more than that. So I try to make sure, but I know some people are stubborn like that, and they don't want to. When they get mad, they just, in their feelings, and it's a wrap. So if, if I know that I try to at least resolve a situation, I feel better. Even if it doesn't, at the right. end of the day, end up being exactly what I want, I make sure I, hey, let's talk. Wow. Well, nice. you know, Speaking of one who's been on a reality TV show, um, Therese was on R&B Divas. I know, I saw her. I I love this show, and I I wanted to tell you that I love the show, and I love, you know, the plan of how, like, everything was with you on the show, with you and Mo, and uh, and I I, I enjoyed it. I watched it, just so you know. I was a a fan of of the show and watched it and watched the storyline and everything, and I thought it was a great light, actually. Thank you. I appreciate that for sure. Yeah. Uh, my wife, obviously, she does know you, and, and uh, she always says that you're a good time. So, <laughs> like, okay, oh, I yeah, she's good, she good but, folks, good folks. Yeah, got a lot of folks in common, actually. It's so funny. Um, yes. Uh, she's connected <laughs> to, like, Carl and Savoy. And, yes. Know, so many. <laughs> yeah, he, actually, he told me to tell you hi, too, Cece, so. Yeah, send my love. And you know what's funny, because I had – spoke to him on text and he was at, at a party um, and I said well tell Mo and everybody I said what's up so he said okay I will I'll definitely send my love so that's what's up yeah yeah for sure like I'd say the six degrees of separation is more like two or three so it's almost like if you are in or, or associated with someone from the nucleus it's, it makes it all good you know it makes it all good all the way around definitely definitely Absolutely. Would you ever perform any, uh, like, live poetry, like just do a poetry reading? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I, 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 did, I did some live poetry. I did a live, a, a live poetry reading. It was about my life. It was my life story, actually, on poetry. 
and um, people were like, people were like really surprised um, about what I had shared, um, and I was like, um, it was really real because if I had re- I had I had read it to you, um, well you know artists, okay, Torres, you know we go through stuff, you know I had accountants and stuff steal stuff from me. I've had times when my money was amazing. I had times when my money was tight. And so this was one of the lines from that poetry line. And this is hard because I think a lot of people get this if they're listening as an artist and you get ready to do a show. And, you know, when this happens, it messes with your ego and you get ready to hit stage. This is, it was, the line was, checking in hotels sometimes, knowing my credit card wouldn't go through while people at the front desk were like, Miss Peniston, how are you? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, real. That's yeah, real. Yeah, like, yeah. And then you feeling effed up, excuse me, but you feeling effed up, and you like, dang, like I worked all this time for for somebody else to take away from me what was really mine, but I can't control what they did. I have to move on from it, and it it causes you. And I talked about this on Unsung too, and my mom actually said something about it where. I went through a period where I was very angry about it because I was like, I don't touch people's money. And I was like, God, why would you let somebody take mine, right? And I kept trying to find the answer because I had to find a resolve. And um, I found the answer. And I didn't necessarily like it, but I had to deal with it. So the answer was because you would stop. Hmm. If you had everything that you need, you would stop. And I needed you to learn a lesson. And I needed you to go out and heal hearts and touch people in the world. And if you had everything you totally needed, and God know, I'm like, when I have what I need, I don't need a lot. Like, I like the special things I like. I like to live greatly. Um, I like nice things. However, it doesn't have to be an overabundance. And when it was like, hey, because you would stop, I was like, okay, now I'm able to heal the inside and keep going and do what I do. And I got it back. So I got it back. I got the blessings back. But I had to go through the other part first so I could be the true artist I needed to be. Mm. Mm. How's that for some introspection? I think a lot of times when you can't go in, because there are levels, like, and people say that lightly, but there are levels to this stuff. There's levels to your internal stuff, you know, and sometimes when we need to reach that, that's just where he puts us in a, in a real comforting place, knowing that we already won. We just have to know that, you know. Absolutely. Just trials, trials. But it does well, something to you when you... When you when you know like dang like I know I made it how come they get to take it like it does something mm-hmm. to you but at the same time if you take those bumps and bruises and you turn it into real shit I feel like people go yo I did that I've been there and when you reveal it then they feel like well dang I, I feel like I could talk to you now because you said it like you don't have a filter you're not trying to hide it no I went through that this is what it is and. Hey, it is what it is. I'm better because of it, and I'm a better businesswoman in this moment now because of the bad stuff that happened. Excellent. Excellent. Shout out to that, for sure. <laughs> for sure. That I'm actually really happy about. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Yes, thank and you. In, in that same respect, I want to give a shout out to your whole entire family because, <laughs> you know what? The Pennistons take care of their sister. That's what I want to oh. say. <laughs> That's um, my brother. I appreciate that. My brother and his assistant, um, his wifey, and they take good care of me. Like, they are really on top of it because 
I had other managers, but I feel like my brother, he's going to look out and he knows how I'm going to answer something or if I'm not there. He he just gets me. He gets me. And so I, I feel like he's really diligent about getting back to people and saying, hey, she can't do it, but let me give you three other options. So I'm glad that you said that. That makes me feel good. Oh, absolutely. Now, um, the the last time you were on, um, your mom took care of everything. And let me just tell you that I have always held her in the highest, in the highest. I I don't know what else to say. She was she was very kind, but very serious, and and was did not. how can I say it? Not that I was trying to do any shenanigans, but I knew just by talking to her that I needed to come correct. And um, just the highest respect. So I want you to know put what? that out. I appreciate that. And actually, it's funny because that's how my brother actually got into you know, managing me because my mom passed in like 2017, but I know that she's still my oh, angel yeah. above. That she's still holding me up and, you know, taking care of me. She said, hey, take care of your sister. So he kind of got thrown into it. And he was like, I don't know what the hell to do with this. And I said, bro, I got you. I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you. I said, I'm going to show you what to do. And now he done, he's been doing it for about two years now. And mm-hmm. so, like, he's gotten the hang of it. And I, I'm sure you know just from talking to him that, yeah. you know, we work really well together. So, you know, yeah, Miss Barbara, they call, used to call her Miss Barbara. Miss Barbara, did yeah. not say, girl. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love that. Wow. So I shout out to you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's the missing thing for a lot of artists um, out here. First of all, to give in the way that you guys do is very sensitive. You are absolutely opening your soul, and what people don't understand is that also needs to be protected. In, a, in such a way that you can still create but also be protected. And sometimes, um, these days I think uh, it's important that artists do know the business. I mean, knowing it and, and um, being super, super clear on the beast of the business, because it is a business, but separate from that, you know, to get to that, you need a great force field around you that moves with you and that can you, you can bounce things off of. I think I was thinking about starting. What do you think about this, Cece? I was thinking about starting a website that um, anytime like an artist has gone through some kind of, uh, you know, like they say, you need to know who the people out there doing dirty deals and doing yes. bad business. There's a website that I looked at. There's a website that I looked at that was. Um, it was catered to bad boyfriends though, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Now what they did is they did cream out a few that looked like it could have been a difference of opinion. But for mm-hmm. business, it's not necessarily a difference of opinion there, you know. It's either is or it ain't sometimes, you know. Either you, you did know, it or you didn't. But you know what's funny about our business? See, people I feel like have the ability, and I think like a lot of people don't really speak up because this person knows that person, and that person works here, and that person works there. So it's like, yo, cut their streaming. Cut their IG, make sure this stuff is muted. Like, I feel like the retaliation, I feel like people feel like they're going to get from doing stuff like that. I feel like they're scared to speak about it. 
And I feel like that's what a really a lot of the problem is because if you look like they're streaming now, people don't know, but artists we don't artists ain't making the money that they should be making. Ten million ten million streams, right? Used to be ten million dollars. Because ten million downloads used to be ninety nine cents, and people don't understand that people are not making the same kind of stuff. They are changing titles on songs. They are manipulating, changing, messing up name changes. Like there's a lot of like there's a lot of manipulation in the business and people who know people, and it's just really weird to really. I feel like there needs to be if there's some kind of panel or something that people who really don't understand what's going on, because there is even a key to doing Instagram. There's a key to doing Facebook. I mean, if you don't understand the algorithms or how to do your stuff or how to keep yourself updated or hashtag, like it's just, it's, um, there's methods. And I felt like back in the day, it was just easier. We were able to be artists. You had a publicist, you had your sales, you could get your royalties. It's just different now. People yeah. do need to know, but you know what's messed up? They'll do five other people right beside you, and then you look like you're the one that's acting out of pocket. That's what's funny, because I've experienced mm-hmm. that. you like, oh, I'm the only one acting out of pocket. You know what? You're the guinea pig for them actually doing the other people after you right, and that's the messed up part, that they didn't do the person that actually was being real with them right, but the people that come after you, they do them right, if that makes wow. sense. Right. Yeah. Right. That don't make sense. Right. I, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand it. You know, you have you're 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 given the opportunity to represent someone whose music and legacy you support, you you love, you and then you try to take advantage of it. I just don't get it. I I don't get it because most people who seek out business with artists tend to go to artists that they know of and they like and they try to wiggle their way their way into the industry that way. Like most people who like R and B wouldn't go to a country sing- singer to try <laughs> to work with them. You know what I mean? Right. You, you tend to stick to your genre, right? The genre that you love. And then I <clears throat> as I interview more people, I hear about the I hear these horror stories and I'm like why is it that we're always attacking our own? We should be promoting, celebrating, assisting, and lifting up our own. And I, for me, that's what this show is about, to support, to promote, to do whatever I can to allow people like you to tell your story, to bring you to the forefront, you know, to remind people to, you know, do everything I can to uplift. But I don't understand this other, this other theme culture of I, I, let's rip them off. What the hell is that about? And who raised You know, but people? it's greedy, greedy and selfish. You'd rather give up. It's funny. I had this conversation with somebody recently. They for the do somebody dirty off of two shows instead of doing 30 shows with somebody and actually getting paid a good check. And that person's like, look, I don't let me pay you. I'm one of the people, look, let me pay you a check. Let me take care of you. Like, you get me shows, I'll take care of you. That's how I am. But the thing about it is they'd rather be greedy, get money off the top, and then get money from you. And you're like, see, now you're being greedy. Like, you should have just got me extra, then I'll pay you what you need, and we could have did 20 other shows together, and you end up finding out 
contractually, either what the person did or through word of mouth or whatever, and then y'all don't end up working together or whatever the case may be. And I think it's greedy, and I think we also live in a society where everybody's on euphoria. You know, Instagram, Facebook, social media has created a euphoria where people want to be famous. And it's funny because some of the people that are famous, we rather be isolated in in our look. What do you want to do? <laughs> Nothing. Sometime I want to isolate. I want to look at Netflix and chill. We really want to look at Netflix and chill and do our performance. But then there's other people that don't understand the same game and they want it more. And then they get there and they go like, Now nah, I see why they want to Netflix and chill because yeah. of the you realize, and as you know from being on, I'm sure you got a whole lot of new friends when you were on the show and, you know, being around different people. It's like people want to attack themselves to, you know, what's powerful and what's in the moment at that time. And you're like, no, nah, I'm going to stay with my folks who I've known for a long time because I know they got my back. And when this is all like a rap, I, I know where my people are at. And, I, and that's exactly. something that people, it takes, it takes you know, maturity to, to learn that and understand and being out in the in the business for a minute for that to all come together. You know what? You're, you're absolutely right about that, CC. And, you know, it's also very funny that I, I don't have that, that filter yet, you know. Um, and I don't think I'll ever get it at this point if I haven't acquired it. But <laughs> if uh, something ain't right, I'm going to say it at the risk of whatever, you know. And I'm sorry, but like you said in the beginning, like you said in the beginning, let's talk about it and let's let's put two brilliant minds together. Let's talk about it. Let's figure this out. And then if we cannot, then let's do that amicably as well because it's possible. But let's work out the best possible scenario. I mean, you know, it has to. You got two brilliant minds together in a room. Anything's possible. If people are resistant to that, then you they tell they show up, they tell their own story. Then there it is. You can't do anything about that. But you know. As the kids say now, I've been a grown whole person for a very long time, and I think that the only thing that you have is your voice, you know, your thoughts. And before they decide they want to take those away, I say let them know what it is that they're taking away. That's it. Absolutely, absolutely, I agree with you. Yeah, I think I think there needs to be. I was telling, I, I had a um a tour idea that I ran past my wife. She's a She's a barometer for all that stuff. And I said, what do you think about this? It was one of my pop-ups, a pop-up thought. Non-sequitur, totally off the subject. And she said, you know what? That's a dope idea. And I was like, really? <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, I think that I think that women are unstoppable. I think that women have been ministering, particularly in the, in the, um, the genre of music, Forever, mm-hmm. and I think that if we all started talking to them more, a lot of things that go on professionally would not occur. Would not occur. Man, can we just really talk about that part? Because I say that all the time. I say sometimes people are so busy competing with each other, or like trying to up one up folks instead of saying, "Hey, sis." Hey, have you been through this? Because, you know, I've been through this. Or what was your experience with that? Or, hey, I have this connection with this. I think that you'll appreciate. Instead of just being open, I feel like people don't do enough of that. Or they don't pass on a show. Or they don't say, hey, check this promoter out. I think he will work for you or whatever. And sometimes I think it's just Mm. like, oh, you know what? I didn't think about doing it. Hey, you know what? I got this, this, and that. And then it opens up the floodgate. 
So you're not being funny style. It's just sometimes you're not talking to each other. And so when you talk to each other more, you'd be like, okay, I, I, I see there's a need for this and this and that. I just wanted to pass this on to you. So I think it's just communication. I think that people just don't really realize they're trying to be in their own bubble sometimes. There's some people that's just mm. selfish. They're selfish as hell, and I'm just going to say it. They are mm. selfish. And there's other people mm-hmm. that they're just, they're just in their own bubble, in their own world, and they're not trying to mistreat anybody. They're just in their own lane. That's all. Right, I'm going to start an underground railroad for keeping <laughs> folks lifted. I'm I'm committed to that. I said it before, but I'm going to start it because you know, like like uh, Savoy, who is who is very close to me. Um, he mm-hmm. he's like a he has a connector of sorts spirit, and I love mm-hmm. love love that about him. You know, and I think that you know, and I see the beauty in that. I see the beauty in when we all get together, how impromptu stuff like that is. And I and I'm I'm going to start it. You know, for everybody within the sound of my voice today, oh, know that if I know two minds that can connect. So be it, you know. So I like that. Well, look, y'all got my number, so look, y'all know that you can call me, please, because <laughs> I'm that person, too, and I don't mind. I don't mind sharing because I feel like that's what you're supposed to do. I say we're supposed to share information, so you know what that person does with that is you know on them, but just like hey, I think this might help you with what you got to do. So, yeah, I like that idea. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Did you did you write Inside I Cried? I did. I loved Inside. Did I write that one? No. Well, yeah. I put it like this. My ex-husband wrote it, right? And he had written it as a poem. And I said, babe, you got to write this as a song. I said, let me show you how to write it as a song. So I helped him format the song into uh, a song okay. instead of a poet, a, um, some poetry. Remember I told you, I said, he writes beautifully. And I was like, we go together. So he actually wrote inside that I cried and when he did I loved it and then they had um, Steve Lindsay um, they had him you know change it into an actual song and when he changed it into a song I was like I loved it so wow. back then what space would you get yourself into you know there's always a moment before a singer approaches a song that they have to get in the space this is what I'm imagining anyway I'm not a singer <laughs> you know that but I'm just what what space you get yourself in when you deliver that song? Oh man, I could think of a couple of different scenarios, and some of these scenarios I talked about on unsung when I, you know, distract when I lost children or, uh, you know, going through divorce or the times when I had to struggle when I really didn't have to struggle and I was made to struggle or just disappointments from friendships of people who I thought had my back. So it's like. I take all those things, and with it being inside, I cry. Whatever I'm feeling in that moment, I bring that out. I think of those things. It could be my mom. It could be, you know, just it's so many different things. And sometimes I'll be really feeling that way. I remember one time I was getting ready to go on stage, and my dad had happened to come out on the road. And before I went on the stage, I was actually crying before I went up on. And he, I was like, yo, what's up, y'all? And my dad looked at me like, you just turned that off? I said, Daddy, it's time to go on stage. I said, but when inside I cry, come up, you're going to see it come out. And he said, <laughs> mm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like we almost have to, like, act on the first part of it. But then it's like when that one song came on that relates to whatever you're doing, even keep on walking. It depends on the day. Sometimes i got an attitude. I'll be like, oh, I'm ready to do this song today. So can you can you can you do us a favor and introduce the song "Sick" 
by telling us a little bit about where that came from? Um, yeah, you know what, Ashley, that song was written by um, Paris Toon, and um, he has a, um, um, a group called Mother's Favorite Child. And um, when he wrote that, I was like, dang, this was real significant. I love the way these lyrics are. I said, this is real, because sometimes you can't speak. Sometimes it's like you be so hurt about a situation, you just isolate. And so when he was, when they said, I'm sick with third degree burns, I was like, I was like, this is genius. And I love the cadence of the whole song. It was me. It reminded me of like a current inside I cried, if that makes sense. You know what, Cece, what I want to do is I want to play the song, but I want you to stay with us, okay? And as soon okay. as the song is over, we, we're going to talk to you again because we have something called Rapid Fire, and, and we need you to be a part of that. So just hold still, and everybody, this is Cece Peniston singing a song called Sick, which is one of my favorite songs ever since I heard it. Check it out.
You're listening to WJBR Internet Radio, Bronx in the Basement with Javon and Therese and CC Finishes. CC, I love, 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 love that song. Girl, thank you so much. And it's so funny because I just thought about this. I remember you guys said that you liked that. Before I even got in the studio, right, and did that song, I talked about it's like what happened in your life that made you feel like this kind of feeling. So me and the producer actually had a powwow before I got in there. So everything that you felt in my voice, the cadence, everything was genuine because of, like, all the situational stuff I had been through. Mm. Mm. And, and I could feel it all. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that song is just the dopeness. So Aww, we have, thank you. We have a caller yeah. who's been holding on for, like, Two hours to say hi to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let Eric from Oakland say hello. How you doing, Eric? I'm doing great. You know I love me some real music, Cece. Hey, Eric. How you doing, sweetie pie? Cece, Cece. I've been loving you. I'm a Leo like Whitney Houston. Besides the drug, I'm born August second. I've been loving you from day one. You shut down Oakland, and I went to see, you know, you shut down Oakland at Pride. I was right there with my bad hat on. We're going to talk about hey. your hat in a few minutes. We're going to talk about your hat in a minutes. Anyway, you shut down Pride. I was right there in the front. I moved, I'm, I'm, anytime I'm at a concert, I don't care if there's 15,500 people, I'm in the front row always. And I'm going to tell you about, um, um, just thank you for your legacy. And um, Black Girls Rock. All year long. You showed, you showed your ass out. Can you talk about your shoe game? <laughs> your shoe game just is disrespectful. And I got over 300 pairs of shoes, CC. I'm Eric Cummings. I'm a skinny 51-year-old black man, and I'm a concert goer. And I went to see you at the Phoenix Hotel with my brother, David Harness, who I've been knowing over 40 years. I saw you, and I got the hell out of there. <laughs> oh, thank you. I remember that, too, because I was with the with the girls. I was with my nephew, right, when I came uh-huh. to the Pride, right? Is that what you're talking uh-huh. about when I came to that uh-huh. one? Yeah. 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 Had blonde hair yeah. on that day and, like, a, yep, a multicolor. So, yes, definitely. Yeah. And thank yeah, you. you. I love the shoes, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I your shoe game just ignorant. That's me. We call it, you, your shoe game disrespectful. I mean, they're bad. <laughs> you ever heard that before? <laughs> You heard that before? You have I heard, have I heard you, the word you said what now? Your your shoe game is disrespectful, disrespectful, mm-hmm. just ignorant. That means they bad. So what I mean, look, I haven't heard think, it, but I don't heard it today. I don't heard slate. I don't heard a couple of different terms. But look, now you don't no, gave me no, a couple of different terms to, to take no, with me, bro. Because I'm born August second, nineteen sixty-eight. You're a year after me. So when you buy some bad shoes, you put on Facebook. I got me some disrespectful ass shoe game. <laughs> and I tell you, I want to meet you so bad. What size hats do you wear? I wear a seven and a half. Okay, so when you come to Oakland, and I'm going to tell you about my hat game, Riffa, we're going to get back to the music. You know Eric Robinson? Yes, that's, I love him. Okay, because he, he will make a song about me. Can, have you heard of Yoshi's Jazz Club in Oakland? Yes. I I love him, just so you know. Yeah, I always buy him a hat. I always buy him a hat. I'll make it real fast and not about me. When you come to Oakland, I'm going to buy you a hat. And every time Eric Benet comes to Oakland, he'll be here in a few weeks. I'm going to buy him two hats. He is born the same day as my mother, the twin brother, October 15th. 
and he always called me up at, at the concert. He go, I got a crazy ass brother named Eric. His mom and twin brother is born the same as me, but he always buy me a bad ass that stand up. E, I said, I ain't standing up there, Ike. He said, stand up, anime, and everybody follow laughing. But he keeps that music going. One more thing. I love it. One more uh-uh. thing. That 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 up tempo song. What is this? Um um, uh, it's a real up tempo song. I can't think of it right now. Um, what is it? Nobody else. Is it called Nobody Else? What is it? Um, it's a real oh, house I don't track. need nobody else. I yeah, but let me tell you. Nobody else. That song almost got me a. T- that song almost got me a ticket going to the freeway to the military base I worked at. I'm, I'm an army civilian for the military. I was doing 70 miles per hour on the freeway. A highway patrol officer at 6 in the morning pulled me over. He said, brother, where Eric Cummings? Why are you driving so fast? I said, I'm playing this house track. He said, what do you know about house music? Officer Williams. That was 10 years ago. I turned oh, it up. He said, he, he said, Eric, slow down. I'm from Chicago. I said, get the hell. I said, Officer, please don't give me a ticket. He said, you ain't get no ticket. I'm a house oh, music yeah. lover. Give me, I'm going to give you my Yes. I love oh, you, and I hope to meet you soon. Um, Eric Cummings, I'm, how can I send you a message and Eric, see who I am? Eric, thank you so much for calling, honey. Okay. Cece, how can I send you a message to know who Eric, I am? To your Eric, page. Eric, she's gone. Okay. Okay, thank all right. You. God bless you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, we lost Cece Tennyson. Therese? I'm here. We lost Cece. <laughs> so I'm just going to um, end the show with um, a little more Cece. There we go. And I'm so glad that she called. And um, I think it makes sense to just end it on I'm not over you. Because, Cece, wherever you are, I'm so sorry we dropped that you dropped. But um, I'm not over you, regardless. (laughs) And, Rez? Yes. I will chat with you. I try to let it go.
Thank you so much for listening to our show. And we'll be back again next week with the spirit of Oya. See you Ooh. next time. I know, right? Yeah. This is going to be great. And um, Rez, I'll talk to you soon and very soon. All Keep right. the phone. All right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Love you. Peace. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.